I would just like to take this opportunity to say a humongous thank you to our resident interpreter, Miss Tuppence Claire, who deciphered the ancient jargon of the Marsh Hag by candlelight in the depths of a rhinoceros's bottomless belly shortly after my marshland encounter. If I only knew then what I know now. Honestly, some people, you are all bloody useless. I can't wait to see the look on your faces when you are all moth enslaved. Are you talking about that dog going to prison again? What was that look for? Me, I see you are a V-U-A-V-U-D-G-A. On the dawning of a new morn, and ensconced upon his throne, King Wu Wu was trimming his toenails with a butter knife as he proceeded to swat a minute moth. The mere flapping of its wings heckled at his nerves. It came to pass the aforementioned insect was an earthly embodiment of the god of obscurity. This deity took umbrage of the great palm. The god declared revenge. So why is this a city of rubble and dust? My man, you really are an impatient bell end. I have not concluded my story as of yet. Over the course of seven days, Hazath Topal was drenched in an enigmatic mist known as that weird fog. The citadel's crops spoiled, its peoples fled, and the dominance of Wu Wu, which once covered this city like an imperious knitted blanket, dispersed. The god of obscurity made the king and his kingdom simply obscure. That weird fog lingered as a reminder of the desolation of Hazath Topal. On occasions, the despairing shrill cries of King Wu Wu emerges from that weird fog. What the hell was that? My tongue speaks no lies. That is the presence of the king. Is that a spectre of some kind? Just his residue. Are we heading through that doorway over there? Is this where your treasure resides? What is this place? Behold, a trove of treasure. Cavern full of. It's full of bloody gnomes. I thought it was going to be full of diamonds and gold. How can you possibly call all this treasure? It's bloody tat. So, why gnomes? I stumbled upon them one day. I entice victims here with the promise of treasure. I once lured a treasure seeker here after he entered my camp without permission. 
I then sliced the flesh from his back and constructed a fashionable skin-stretched dressing gown. I proposed to adorn the dressing gown with nipples, fingernails, and earlobes. I felt it garnered a degree of pizzazz. A girl needs to look her best. Yes, indeed. There must be thousands of gnomes stored in here. Death, 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 death in the orga. It certainly is quite a consignment. So, what is the point of these pottery people? These historic artifacts are part of King Wool's treasure hoard. So, if you were forced to pick, which of these gnomes would be your favourite? Up, 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 with the idea. I like that one, with the big grip. When life takes its toll, I see that elevated smile and it reminds me, all will be sublime. I quite like that one up there, the one who is proudly displaying his ass. So what's through that archway over there? This looks like a throne room of some kind. Look at all these statues. Look at that one over there in that massive chair with the big scary helmet. Bloody hell. This place is filthy. A spray of polish would work wonders. You are standing in front of the great King Woo-Woo. Look. Why do you keep going on about that dog who's going to prison? What did he do that was so wrong? Oh, silence, dumb mortal. <gasps> Good gods! I am 2,000 years old, and I still suffer from hay fever. Have you ever seen a 2,000-year-old tissue? What say you, man-child? Um, no? Well, bow down to me and let me show you. Look, it was obvious I came in here by accident, so I'm just going to leave over here and... I can't just let you walk out of here. Couldn't you just make an exception? They wouldn't allow it. Good gods, my leg is itchy again. Ah, that's better. Sorry, what were you saying? Was <sighs> that a moth that just crawled out from under your helmet? Yes. I have second from death for thousands of years as a punishment. I spent my life abusing my power over this kingdom. My throne room and these grand statues were built out of varieties of tried pasta. Macaroni. Rigatoni. Penne. Tortellini. Fusilli. Looking back, my decadent demands were a little over the top. Who has kept you prisoner? 
feral greengrocers, lost sandwich makers. Silence, my child. I have served my masters with zeal these many years. My children have attended to me just as well. My marsh hag and the other one who until 20 years ago left to become a championship cyclist. But we don't talk about her. More bloody moths. How many of them are living in there? Thousands of them. <laughs> because of my eye defect. My nanny claimed I suffered from a marring in my eyes called gas lamp glaze. She never said anything again after I ordered hungry rats to gorge through her eye sockets. I was her king, after all. Have I told you about my nanny? This is my curse. My days are now numbered. So as a final offering, a sacrifice must be brought forthwith. We must have sacrifices. Sacrifices. Sacrifices, I say. That's a really good idea. Do you have anyone in mind? You will be burnt at the stake while the marsh hag dances around, blowing on a plastic toy trumpet to serenade your spirit to my masters as your skin blisters. Oh, shitburgers. Actually, where did I put that plastic trumpet? I admire your preparation, but if you don't mind me asking before we, um, proceed, who are your masters? My masters are... <sighs> Has he gone? Is that the end of King Woo Woo? Well, I'm out of here. Of course not. Bloody hell. I am not finished. Is that wood prepped yet? So to answer my previous question, who are your masters? <sighs> if you want to know, come closer. Closer. That's too close. Yes, that's perfect. What was that? What a revelation. Your Lord and Master is the local council. And you have been working for them by sending out the marsh hag to dispose of strangers coming in the area so they can build a new tourist attraction, which will be christened as the Land of Yellow Things, which is a museum that will house a banana, a rubber duck, a block of butter, 
and many other yellow items. <laughs> well, that's it. The king's gas lamp eyes have truly lost its flame. Hang on, his head is cracking open. What is that crawling out? It's a moth. Here comes another. And another. And another. There are loads of them. Thousands even. I am going to be eaten alive. I'm leaving this cursed hell. Quick as quick can be. I will transfer you to a position of refuge. What are you doing, Marshak? Ah! Put me down! Oof. Oof. You do have very broad shoulders, you know. The ruins of Hasatapau were flattened, and the land of yellow things now stands in its place. The Marsh Hag was appointed as general manager, and with her business strategies and personal effectiveness skills, I am pleased to report the land of yellow things is now the second most popular tourist destination in England. So please join me again some other time where we'll meet someone else in some other place. Goodbye, everybody. Document the Sunshine Strange Tongues was written by Jimmy Blakely and was performed by Jimmy Blakely and Penny Neville Lee. Theme tune created and recorded by Aidan Smith, produced by Andrew Butler and recorded in Manchester.